You there! This is Dave and Jason. Hey! From DC On Screen. It's that time again. We need help from you to grow our show. But keep listening because there's something in it for you. Give us a five-star written review on iTunes for a chance to win a free DC trade paperback, DVD, or Blu-ray valued at $15 or less. One in ten will win. The winner will be randomly selected with a number generator on random.org and announced on one of our news episodes. It's pretty simple, really. Free stuff. Hooray! Anyway, yeah, seriously, do that. It helps us a lot. It's, like, so good. Anyway, sit back. Enjoy this brand new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome in to DC On Screen, episode 226. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello! And today we are going to get super spoilery on Gotham 305, Anything For You. To recap, Captain Barnes begins to heal quickly from his wounds and is almost certainly from Alice's blood. Butch leads the Red Hood gang in hopes of killing them all to regain Penguin's good graces. Ed figures it out, sabotages Butch's plan, and forces him to expose himself as the leader in front of everyone. Penguin wants to kill Butch, but Tabitha saves him. Bruce hires Jim to investigate the disappearance of Ivy, who decides to toy with Selina at Penguin's party at the Sirens. And Jervis Tetch has really lost his shit, dressing some rando girl up as Alice and slitting her throat. That about right? That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. You know what the best part about this episode, really? Um, I the, the, the actual plot with... with um, Enigma and Butch was it was pretty good, but the interactions on this episode were, were killer for me. It, like Enigma coming back and talking to Lucius, the little mind game he's playing with him in the in the lab was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't well. didn't know Lucius had that in him, but I'm very impressed. Um, uh, and uh, there's always at least one line from Alfred, and uh, the thing about Stan the gardener picking up Mr. Galavan for weeks after the bazooka incident, yeah, uh, was just fucking delightful. <laughs> um, yeah, that that was fun. Um. I, though my favorite line from Alfred was, "How fortuitous you showed up when you did with that bazooka!" <laughs> <laughs> just the inflection of it was just amazing. Yeah, it was well done. The um, <laughs> oh, and the, everything about Bruce this episode was uh, was fantastic. I you had um, the little bit where he says there was lipstick on a coffee mug on your table. And you become quite mm-hmm. the little detective, aren't you? Well. Absolutely, just lovely. And then I wrote it. I wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my favorite part, though, maybe of the whole episode, was probably him and Selena. He he goes out there, mm-hmm. dude, like drops the bomb. Um, I guess we'll call that a bomb. I, I mean, I, I love the bit before where he says, like, saying it out loud. I realized that it wasn't really that impressive because he the the little false start with Ivy. But then he goes into it, and uh, he finally does get the finally does get the kiss, and just says, "I'm confused." Good. Welcome to the game, Bruce. Like, mm-hmm. uh, those two. Yeah, I uh, I just wrote down Selena is such a jerk to Bruce. I that was my my note was like, welcome to the game, buddy. Welcome to the game. Yeah, she's so mean to him, like all the time. She is. Don't understand. I know. Uh, I really enjoyed Bruce saying to Alfred, "So this is our life now." Fake smiles and mingling. I miss the old <laughs> days. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lucius and Ed was a lot of fun. More fun though. <laughs> Lee punching the shit out of Ed. Oh yeah, yeah, and then dropping the Falcone card on him. Or is it yeah, Falcone or Falcone? Like, Which one should I go with here? Falcone. Falcone. Okay. This is Gotham. Okay. Um, Say no Nolan shit. Um. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, she she knocks him in the face and then basically says, um, "I'll have you killed if that's a problem." Pretty much. 
It's fantastic. It's it's really he's having such a power trippy day, and then just ah. Yeah, my fiance's father's Caramine Falcone. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Enjoy I'm your power trip. Go get a but I will take you out. Oh. <laughs> Eh, it was oh, sweet. and uh, you know, just starting off the show as they did, um, it's it's kind of a funny scene. Like they they come to assassinate a statue. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of laughing at that. Like, man, I know it was a symbol and all that, but you sent out a whole crew just to chop off the head of a statue. Um, mm-hmm. All right, I guess. <laughs> seems seems very Gothamy. Not even a good looking statue. It was, yeah, it was. You know, though that's actually very realistic because how how many like city sanctioned statues have you ever seen that looked really great four <laughs> which i'm assuming is a low number i don't know um nah, i've seen five if if you answer that awful. question that's one of those rhetorical questions that if you answer it at all the whole thing becomes it collapses into complete fucking nonsense <laughs> yeah um <laughs> all you have to do to thwart me is say a number and i'm done um but this, well, this the, episode actually had like a theme of bad-looking representations of people, like from the ping from the from the penguin's mother to the penguin's ice sculpture. I'm like, none of this looks like these people. <laughs> this is terrible. Sculpting is hard, Dave. I know it's hard. I didn't say I was an expert at it. I just right. said they are not right. <laughs> just saying them too. But all right, you know what was worth it though with that weird statue was um, penguin calls the meeting and the guy pipes up about is this really why we're here it just slams his fucking head on the like i just love that little bit that's that's i love it when he's ruthless mm-hmm. we, we've all loved it when he killed for a tuna sandwich but him just grabbing the back of a dude's head and slamming it on the i think he hits him with like into the statue i want to say yeah i think so completely brutal i mean i love those scenes i was cracking up at the fun montage of his mayoral duties at the beginning yeah yeah like all of that was fun it's, it's amazing though especially in that scene when he um dude, he, he always just looks so clammy like it's just mm-hmm. perspiring constantly. Yep. I, I so I, I I forget that sometimes, but the parade scene really pointed it out for me. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like all of the the power plays here. You know, the ma- the mayor can't fire me. Nobody can appoint a commissioner who will. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Like good stuff. I love mm-hmm. to see Zaz back. I did, but I had a problem with one thing. Like, um, Butch comes over and uh, uh, when when they're telling Butch what the setup is, like how screwed they are, and we're gonna. We're going to take over, and Butch is kind of seeing the cards uh, where they really are. Um, mm-hmm. He pulls out Zaz, and he's like, you got Zaz? I mean, isn't Zaz like a, a mercenary primarily? Like, you just Whoever throws the most money at him, I thought, got him. I didn't know it was a big deal. Like, you got to Zaz? <laughs> uh, I, I don't think he would have um, I don't think he would have turned on Falcone. I, well, probably not. Tell you that maybe it was just that kitchen. I don't know. I I didn't like a lot of the stuff that happened there. That that line from Tigress right before she starts uh, just beating the shit out of people like she often does. Um, she's like standing there in front of a row of knives and says, "You should really search the place first. And then like, yeah, that was bad. That was just weird. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, but she kicks ass well, so mm-hmm. no harm done. Really. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of the interactions I forgot to mention. Um, Bruce. Uh, valiantly wants to go hire Gordon to help look for Ivy, right? Mm-hmm. And the the bits about like, no, really, she's just a friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he Jim completely flusters Bruce over Selena, man. Right. That was a lot of fun. So, yeah, their little their little coffee session later. Oh, the coffee scene you know reminded me of is that uh, you know the the bit in the animated series where they have coffee. Yes, yes, the uh, holiday nights episode. Yeah, yeah. Like one of the, one of these days, I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna get the tab or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. It just uh, I love thinking about stuff like that. Watching the show, like yeah, you're having coffee now, no big deal. But if it 
if it ever barreled into like the the yearly coffee, I'd love to remember that. I did. I did laugh when he was like, "I know you're a billionaire. I can buy you coffee." You know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can handle a buck fifty brew. Sorry. I yep. really like their dynamic. Oh, they're they're a lot of fun. Like if the um, show, the when we've enjoyed the show the most, it really is when it's like Alfred, Bruce, uh, Gordon. When those three yeah, are, you know, are on the same, in, like in the same scene, I, I freaking love it. Yeah, I mean, I've said it before. Most of the time, with any of these shows that we talk about, uh, I don't really need action scenes. I, I would almost be okay if we, like I grew up in a time when you couldn't really do a lot of the action scenes on superhero shows anyway. So it like a lot bad. of that she was just implied. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that was just implied silhouettes and whatnot. I'm good yeah. with that. Like Christopher just, Reeve uh, punches somebody and, and like that's that's the big scene. Yes, yeah, Superman punched a guy. Woo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you felt great about it. Man, that guy really went down. Like when you think about it, you've seen Clint Eastwood do the same thing on screen, but you you know. But he wasn't wearing that S. <laughs> and he didn't go down quite as fast. Not as fast. Pretty fast. It was still was still an Eastwood movie. <laughs> um. So, so wait, Barnes, how you feeling? Yeah. I think he's gonna turn uh, into a freaking. I mean, right now, I guess he's kind of like a Mister Hyde time bomb. Yeah, a big orange creature. I don't. <laughs> I I don't know what they're gonna make uh, him. Surely it's gonna have yeah, a name I don't though. No. They've got to name check something. I wonder if they're making Bane. That's what I'm saying. You got Luchador masks in the precinct right now. Yeah, I forgot you talked about that last week. Didn't yeah, you? I'm rooting for that one. I'm hoping against it. I, I really am. <laughs> I'm only I'm only rooting for it because it would be fun to be right about it. Otherwise, I'd be completely in your camp. I mean, you know, no one's ever gotten Bane right. Oh hell no. So, mm. I mean, I thought they were going to for a second with um, Dark Knight Rises, just because at least they were making him intelligent. And the most fun you have with Bane is when he's super smart. Um, I mean, that's how Nightfall mm-hmm. happens, right? Yep. But um, man, then they just pulled the rung out out from under you. Yeah, wasn't never was never his plan to begin with. <clears throat> Damn shame, really. I know. So I like the stuff Especially with um, all that. You know, I was born in the darkness. Stuff was so cool. Yeah, but <laughs> if not a little rehearsed. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted Bruce to be like, "Why does it sound like you've been practicing this in a mirror?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I told you I was born in the darkness. There were no mirrors. Yeah, God, we could go off on that for a while, but I'm gonna refrain. Um, so. <laughs> Nigma as a as a, a right hand man is uh, mm-hmm. phenomenal. I mean, he, the stunt he pulls and he does it. it he says your shock when seeing Butch had to be genuine. They had to believe you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's a it's a convoluted ass plan that you feel like only somebody like the Riddler would ever have come up with. Mm-hmm. It was it was gorgeous work though. Uh yes. You know the the what do you problem? I think we're eventually going to have is I th- I think he was. It seems like he was. A little too genuine when he says he's not cut out to be number two. Mm-hmm. Does it seem like eventually that's where we're going to go with it? Maybe. Um, hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know what they're really planning on doing with those two. A whole lot of people are real upset because it looks like they might be making them um, lovers real soon. <laughs> Penguin and Riddler. Yeah, I think that's just because the scene was shot awkwardly. Because, yeah, there's a, there's a moment in that little scene where I kind of, I, I was... Uh, when like when he was like leaning in, I thought, "Are they gonna kiss? That's gonna be it." Yeah, um, that's gonna be a whole different road. Uh, but now, yeah, I mean, it's it. It was just a hug, but based on that hug, you got to believe that like Penguin, like Oswald, growing has never actually had a friend. 
He can't have. Right. You don't hug someone that way if you've ever, ever experienced real friendship with anyone ever before in your life and gotten used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not, obviously, I'm not going to stop watching the show if they do put them in a romantic relationship. Um, whole lot of shippers will be happy, though. <laughs> <laughs> I... It just, I never considered the, the idea that they would be, you know, until this episode. I was like, oh man, really? Okay. Well, I mean, it's not, it doesn't bother me. It's just weird. It's weird character choices. <laughs> well, look at it this way. Look at it this way if they do it. Um, man, you mm-hmm. know, it's new territory at least. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> and this show is, is blazing new territory. It's doing things that the comics didn't do. It's, it's clearly its own universe. Oh, yeah. Uh, our, our buddy, uh, Matthew Ryan Cronin, wrote to us on Facebook. Uh, he says he thinks he's figured out his fundamental problem with Gotham. He says, every time there's any real conflict, I never feel any drama because all I can ever think is they won't kill them because there's no Batman yet. Yeah. Uh, which I think kind of ruins the stakes and drama and becomes more of a writer's room of, okay, how do we write ourselves out of this corner? Me, I say, dude, they killed Sarah Essen. Yeah, they did. Shot her straight up. Everybody is uh, up for grabs. Like, I would guess they wouldn't kill Jim or Bruce. Everybody else, Jim, Bruce, or Alfred. Everybody else is probably, it could die. And even those three, I guess, could die. Easily. With little, you know, I'm just, you know, I don't know. That's just I, me. They um, they literally can do whatever they want. But where, mm-hmm. uh, where Matthew's... And have. Yeah. <laughs> and where Matthew's... Uh, <laughs> I think the best point he's got though is that they don't do it enough. Like they every it's, mm-hmm. if they were doing this the way that I, I guess I would prefer to to help his point, and I like I've had the same problem on occasion. I'm I'm watching, mm-hmm. you know, Enigma get strangled and thinking eh, until he's in a green suit, he's safe. Um, he they just they need to pull the rug out a little more often. I mean, I know some of these people I, are they've got some breakout characters. They they can't get rid of Oswald. People love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riddler's really picked up same. I like when you have breakout characters, you got to keep your uh, you got to keep your bread and butter. And I get that, but you know we all love Lee, but maybe Offer, um, Butch could go either Oswald or her or or, or, uh, or Riddler could go. Just every now and then, I think you do. You have to absolutely shatter my illusion and kill someone I love. Well, I think I think Butch would be easy to get rid of because I, he's not in the comics. Yeah, I mean he's you can um, you can knock him out and just. Actually, that's a good point. You might want to keep him around just to reinforce that, like, no, really, we're going to do whatever we want. Yeah. We're going to keep people we invented. The unfortunate thing about the show is they have to walk a line. They have to make sure that they're saying, like, okay, well, if we start just killing off a bunch of people that are supposed to be Batman villains, we're killing off all of Batman's villains. Yeah. (laughs) We can't do that. Um, We're going to piss off people because people are already pissed off. Like, I'm... You know, as the host of the show, I've, I, I'm a member of a bunch of groups on Facebook, you know, just to keep up with what's going on mm-hmm. and what the fan base is saying. So many people complain about Gotham. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's getting as many views as Fox claims it is, but um, yeah, so many people are angry about how it's like diverging from the comics and the movies. And I'm like, the movies diverge from the, what are you, <laughs> what canon are you basing this the on? The comics diverge from the comics. That's not the thing to get mad at with Gotham. The inherent unevenness of the show is what's what you should be getting angry about. Can't we about. all get behind this? Yeah. yeah uh, whatever. Anyway. So, uh... <laughs> moving on. Skipping to the end. The, um, the Hatter scene. Man, I, I've i liked him the first few episodes. I, I thought that scene was a little over the top for him, though. Oh, oh! now you think it's over the top? <laughs> yeah, that was my mark. That was apparently where I hit it. I, I, I was digging it until 
he kind of just went too far with the voice. I felt like on this one, he's um. Hmm. But I do love the concept uh, he... of like setting the table and writing mm-hmm. in blood the name of the people who are that should be at the table. That's actually kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I figured that was you know it was heading in that direction at the very least. Um, but I've always thought this guy was over the top. It's uh, and not particularly interesting to me. It was just just this scene where I finally went ooh. Hmm. Which there's only ever been exactly one version of the Mad Hatter I liked, and it was Roddy McDowell's. Yeah, I know. So he's hard to maybe get that's right. just me. He's really hard to get right. Having a yeah. Well, I, I say that though. The Arkham games had a pretty good version of him. I didn't like their version of him. I did. I did. I hated his level sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked cool. I just it wasn't one of my things. I just didn't like it. But yeah. Um, I think the closest I've come to liking another Mad Hatter is this one on Gotham. But you're gonna get a lot of them yeah. next week. Oh boy! Yeah, I'm just <laughs> I, the the promo happens to be on in the background right now, and he it looks like he's he's playing some mind games. Mm. Um, yeah, I think you've got a very Hatter centric episode coming up. Yeah, it is what it is. I'll bitch about it next week. Yeah, okay. <laughs> or I'll like it. I don't know. I'm not planning to bitch. Look, don't... it happens. It happens all the time. I, how hey. much did I gripe about Barnes? And then there I was admitting I was yeah, wrong. I mean, just mere weeks later. That's my favorite thing about that is that you were just so wrong about Barnes. I like Barnes so much. I don't know what they're about, how they're about to ruin him. I feel like they are, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, I only have really one last note on this episode. I don't like how Ivy is toying with Selena. I mean, it's kind of fun, but it's like, oh man, come on, just tell her. But uh, but no, not yet. Yeah. yeah. We just haven't liked oh, anything they've been fun. doing with Can't with do Ivy this. since that change. So. Hmm. I don't find this actress particularly engaging or interesting in any regard. Not, 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 not particularly. No. Now, granted, they've given her very little to do other than murder a guy who didn't water his plants. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think didn't they didn't they say the guy was hospitalized? I don't, I don't know if she actually killed him. Oh, was he? Uh, I don't know. It was. I, uh, they mentioned him in this episode, and I thought I can't remember what they said about him though. It was, it was a side little triviality. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was that. I don't know. But I haven't. I just haven't been too into uh, into this version of Ivy. And you know, to to be fair, they haven't focused on her yet, and they're very much yeah. I don't know. Taking the they're taking their time with Hatter at the moment, and um, they'll get to her. But it's it, mm-hmm. it's been very cobblepot and Hattery up front right now. Mm-hmm. Which is fine with uh, so far. I mean, no, I'm I really prefer that the, method. The Enigma hugely. stuff. Like, try to cram too much stuff into a show at one time. It just gets, uh, everything falls apart. So if you're going to yeah. have this many players, yeah, I would prefer they do it the way they're doing it. So Absolutely. Um, they're not they're not hitting any of that stuff up poorly this season so far. Um, I don't feel like it's crowded or anything. Yeah. Enjoying the episodes for the most part. Uh, just all that being said, I, I, I miss Claire Foley. Oh, no. Oh, no. She was a fascinating little actress. But that's all I had, too. Anyway. Yeah, that's, got, that's what I got. Yep. Um... Guys, thank you so much for listening to DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. Please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever pods be caught because we're everywhere. Uh, we are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com. We are also proud members of the Batman Podcast Network. We will be coming right back with a new episode reviewing Lucifer 204 Lady Parts. Until then, keep some DC on your screen.